Brian. Hey. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> nice to see you again. Welcome back in randos to Phantom at Random. I am Ed. That is Brian. And welcome in to another fantastic podcast. Uh, we've got a random review today. Yeah. Mini one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. A mini. It's a part one and a part duh. <clears throat> part yeah. two of uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which has been... I mean, out of all the Star Wars series, this has been the most hyped. General Kenobi. <laughs> General Kenobi. Yeah, uh, it's definitely been hyped, especially since they're bringing back uh, Ewan McGregor. He's back. And uh, well, we'll get into it. I don't yeah, know if that Ewan. helped it or not. <laughs> but I'm excited to talk about that. We're going to kind of delve into the episodes a little bit. We're not going to go too crazy. So if you have not seen Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes one and two, I highly recommend you go check it out on Disney Plus before you follow through with this breakdown and review. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, Brian, anything else? What's going on? What's new with you? Uh, it's been a busy weekend. First of all, I saw Top Gun Maverick nice. in the theater. Yeah. Danger Zone. All of it. It was Friday fucking amazing. Yeah. If you like Danger Zone. If you like Tom Cruise, if you like airplanes, if you like the original Top Gun. You will love this fucking movie. I have to see it one more time in order to properly say this, but I think it's better than the original. It was perfect that they waited this long because the effects, the filmography, the tricks they used, they didn't even use tricks. Like They were really flying in those planes. So Yeah, I read it was a little over $16,000 an hour yeah, dude. Uh, per plane that they rented out. So. Uh, they spared no expense. No, they didn't. And they took film. a lot of time to do it, and you can tell. And uh, do not wait for it to come out on streaming. See it in... This is... If there was a movie I had to say this year you had to see in theaters, it would be Top Gun Maverick. You sold me, because I love the original. I'll, yeah, uh, I'll go so check it out in good. theaters. Random review next week, maybe. Yes, sir. Top Gun. I can't recommend it enough. All right, cool. Brian's stamp of approval. Yep. But uh, enough about uh, enough about fighter jets. Let's get into uh, <laughs> X wings and Tie fighters and in uh, the future. Well, a not so distant future, <laughs> not so far away. Uh, let's get into Obi Wan Kenobi. So uh, this is a it's going to be a mini series. So it's not going to be at least tentatively right now. Yeah, it's not going to be something that has like a season two, but. Money talks. So if this does really well and Ewan McGregor wants to pursue it and push it more, who the hell knows? Yeah. But this has been this has been in the works for a while. Um initially it was supposed to come back out in I think it was like twenty twenty or so. That's right. Yeah. It's and been then a while. um the production schedule, it all got pushed back and um it was put on indefinite hold in January of twenty twenty, uh, because Lucasfilm was actually unhappy with the script. And so much so that they actually brought in uh, Joby Harold uh, to rewrite essentially the entire series. Yeah. And um, he actually became an official showrunner in April of 2020. And you still had the usual people involved, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they, they did make, they made some good changes. Uh, they brought in, you know, Hayden Christensen, which we've, We've kind of, spoiler alert again, we've seen him a little bit. Was that him? That was him. Yeah. That okay. was him in makeup. Uh, we've seen him a little bit, and, you know, they 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 wanted to they wanted to capture the essence mm-hmm. of uh, Star Wars and the prequels. 
Which, I mean, the, the prequels themselves, I mean, they're a little bit kind of like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Because when they came out, so obviously Brian and I were in our uh, mid to late 30s. You know, we, were, we weren't even really born when the OG Star Wars yeah. trilogy was at its height. Right. Uh, the prequels are more our generation. Yeah, and the I, hype was real. <laughs> and, you know, we were, you know, back in the 90s, like, I remember going to the theater, seeing episode one. And you're like, I'm like, pod racing's the coolest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now in retrospect, you know, it, a lot of people, a lot of the the older generation was like, this sucks. This is hashtag not my yeah. Star Wars. Even though, that was, apart. even though that was like pre-internet no, days before like hashtags existed. Pound sign, not my Star <laughs> Wars. Yeah. Uh, it was great. And the pod racing and the sound design was amazing. But right. A lot of the hardcore fans were like, oh, this sucks. Especially... Um, the first one, right, was the most hated. No, I think Attack or was of the it the clones. second? Yeah, the okay. second one is. I know the horrific. third, Revenge of the Sith, is the good. favorite of the three. And yeah, it's actually we, pretty good. I think we would both agree that yeah, it's pretty good. So, I think they capture more of the feel from the prequels than they did the original Star Wars. At least judging off these two episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I, I was excited to. I actually leading up to this series, I rewatched the prequels and. There were there were a lot of things wrong with them. It's Don't dated. get me wrong, and it, it's dated. <laughs> it is. I mean, the CGI. A lot of it is dated. Jar Jar Binks was a mistake. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks loves apples. Wow, that's a really good impression. <laughs> I remember I could always do the Jar Jar voice. Um, admission here. So me and Taylor actually had a conversation, right? And more like a fight, an argument. Oh no! Out of nowhere, she goes, "You don't even like Star Wars." I go, <gasps> "How?" dare you how dare you upon further reflection i started noticing the past projects that have been coming out after disney acquired it she might be right i'm not as into it as i was the prequels and the original star wars after everything's been disneyfied i my interest has been waning and waning and waning even this this show i was kind of like well i'll watch it but we're just getting too much Star Wars. Too much, I think. And I don't I don't think I would have ever said that, but I think we are. Yeah. The Mandalorian helped. The Mandalorian it was amazing. And I still will stick by that. But yeah, a lot of the other projects. Um, eh. We'll kind of talk about the other projects at the end of this review yeah. really quick yeah. and compare it to these first two episodes the best we can. But let's let's talk about the episodes and how they launched this. So and we'll kinda we'll give a quick like maybe five-minute breakdown of each episode and some of the highlights of it. But episode one, again, we're back on Tatooine, another desert, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Every single Star Wars property, I mean, there's this huge galaxy. I understand it's Obi-Wan. We yeah. know he's on Tatooine. He's looking over a very young Luke Skywalker. But does it always have to be a desert? Right. Why? Throw some water uh, in that bitch. <laughs> you know, we've had the, we just had the Book of Boba Fett. We had Mando, which Mando a lot of it, lot again, of keeps going back to desert. <laughs> At least we got it switched up a little bit in the Mando with, like, the ice caves and shit. But, right, it always comes, like, it's a whole galaxy. There's a lot of options there, people. <laughs> but luckily, we'll get into episode two here in yeah. a minute. They at least... Thank God they moved the locale a little bit. Yes. But, I mean, this this whole episode really revolves around... Obi-Wan just 
he's defeated. Right. Like, he is just depressed, defeated. He's a broken man. He is not Obi-Wan. He is Ben. Yeah, he's Ben. I mean, yeah, Yeah. for him, Obi-Wan is dead. And it was like, this is a testament to Ewan McGregor. I mean, he's a great actor. And he was one of the few, like, bright spots in the original prequels. Yeah. And a lot of people agree with that. Yeah. And his his just rendition of Obi-Wan, he puts everything into it. And it was so just... It, he was just like a, a beaten dog. Right. Yeah. Um, you can tell, you know, he is, he isn't even hiding. I guess you could still say he's hiding, but he's effectively entered citizenship. Like he yeah. is just a citizen, doesn't even think, I'm sure, at least on the outside, doesn't think about Jedis, doesn't want to be a Jedi, doesn't want anything to do with Jedis, nothing. He just wants to watch over the dumb kids and mind his own business. Yeah, and, and we see we see at the very beginning of this episode, uh, it actually highlights, I believe it's one of the Jedi or the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. in the capital after Order 66 oh, goes yeah, live. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And you see a bunch of those young Jedi or the very young Padawans escaping. Yep. And that ties into this episode again where there's a Jedi on the run from the Sith Inquisitors. And and he's... Um, I, I'm sorry, I should say Grand Inquisitors. They're technically not Sith. By the way, side note here. Am I the only one getting that they might have um, touched on Sanderson's steel Inquisitors with the tattoos and the name and everything? Like... Um, no, because I mean, I, I I don't know the lore in the books and shit. They could have come before Sanderson. They did. I, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. the Inquisitors, the the expanded lore in Star okay. Wars right. predates Mistborn. Gotcha. I knew there was a possibility of that, but I wanted to bring it up because I did notice a little bit of similarities. But we get to see the Grand Inquisitor, uh, the fifth brother, and then the third sister, uh, Ray, who is uh, called Reva Savander. Yeah. Uh, played by, oh my God, her name escapes me, but she's a great actress. Yeah. But it, it's very apparent in these first two episodes, they are setting up Reva, the third sister, to be the quasi big bad. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Vader will eventually be the big yeah. bad, but she's going to be the main antagonist. How did you feel about her? <sighs> no, not good. Yeah, I didn't, at all. I didn't either. I do not feel any. Um, charisma energy like villainous at all coming out of her she seems like just a stupid hothead one-dimensional one-dimensional character that is going nowhere as far as villains go (laughs) and the second episode we'll get into it didn't do anything to help that at all yeah in my opinion so yeah to me no no but that that is pretty much you know a lot of this episode is you have the the Inquisitors coming to Tatooine, and Reva is obsessed with finding Kenobi. Right, yeah. It's one mission, that's it. She doesn't care about any other Jedi. She wants Kenobi. But they find there is another Jedi there. Yes. Which is one of the young Padawans that couldn't help himself. He had to... Stop Barbrawls. Had, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> right. But he ends up, they eventually end up catching him and killing him. You get that scene, too, depressing, where... Uh, he ends up finding Kenobi at night yeah. out in the desert. And he's like, you know, Master Kenobi, thank goodness <laughs> I found you. We need you. You are and- thinking of somebody else. <laughs> I thought he was trying to, like, force him into thinking. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> but, you know, it and then he ultimately sad. ends up getting killed. Yeah. And 
you know, we, we even kind of glossed over the whole, like, really tense scene with, um, oh, my God, what's his face? Uncle Owen. Oh, You know, right, Owen, yeah. uh, Luke's uncle, and that whole scene where uh, Reva is, like, interrogating him, getting ready to kill him. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to kill your whole family. And he's, he's a, like, stone cold. He was he's a like, badass. He's like, all right, do yeah. what you got to do then. <laughs> yeah. But and, meanwhile, he did not rat out Kenobi, who was, like, 10 feet behind him. Yeah, he ain't, um, he ain't no rat. Yeah, so it was a badass scene. It was tense, like you said. Yeah. But, you know, it seeing, just seeing Ben, like, and I, I do want to call him Ben because effectively Obi-Wan is not here at this point. Not he yet. is He is Ben Kenobi at this point. Yeah. And he's just, he's just terrified. And you know, like, the old Obi-Wan would not stand there and sit and watch these people get hurt, killed, and tortured. No. He would try to help and do something. Yeah. Like I mean, you said, he's Sith, defeated. Sith Lords are his specialty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I just to see that, and it was depressing. It, and yeah, I mean, there were, it was a good scene, and Ewan McGregor pulls it off so well. Obviously, the highlights of this show are going to be with Ewan McGregor because the rest of the cast it seems isn't gonna so let's get into that so then yeah. flash forward the other half of this episode takes place on alderaan yes and you know you got leia there in alderaan places <laughs> little leia <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you have 10 year old leia which i'm i'm sorry she looks six and she looks six. like five or six year yeah. old leia it, especially in those amazing chase scenes oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. But. I haven't yet. Yeah, I yeah. have a note. We're going to talk about it in right. one sec. But yes. That was a big thing to me, like, off the bat. Like, I'm excited. Like, we get to see a young Leia. Yeah. That's pretty cool. She's supposed to be a 10-year-old girl. I'm kind of torn, though. Because... I don't know, man. My son is six. Yeah. And he towers over. I mean, to be fair, your son was basically the Hulk when he was born. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> all arms and legs. But, <laughs> but no, to be real... <clears throat> I'm torn because she's adorable as all get out. But yeah, she's there. She's and she not is, 10. She is sassy. I mean, she's well-spoken. Yes, but she and can't be 10. I, I haven't checked how old the real actress is, but she can't be. Yeah, <laughs> but it it was just really goofy. And especially you mentioned, so the really the, the thing that kicks off the plot here is she gets kidnapped. Yes. And <clears throat> she ends up going into the woods. And dude... Did you catch? Did you catch who the lead bounty hunter the guy was um, in that group? Ah, uh, dude, it's slipping my mind. It's Flea. Flea. Yeah. Oh, from yeah. The Red Hot Flea Chili from Peppers. the Red Hot Chili. Me and Taylor were watching. I was like, Flea. She's yeah. like, what? Like Flea. <laughs> Freaking Flea, man. I'm yeah. Like, it, it was so abrupt. I was like, what? What is happening? I'm like, wait. Why is they, Flea trying wait, to abduct Leia? You stick it. I'll pick it. <laughs> or what does he say from son-in-law? I, I don't I know. No idea. Anyway, yeah. So the chase scene ensues with Flea leading it, and this girl's legs are no longer than this like mic stand, that's, and that's what bugged me. And she's waddling like this, but <clears throat> not none of the adults can catch up to her. And that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it, even just it, mechanically, she runs like a toddler. Yes, and she kind of looks like a toddler, even yes. though she's supposed to be ten. Mm-hmm. And these like trained badass bounty hunters are stumbling, like it, they, it, it. It was so goddamn goofy the way they edited it together. Yeah, and that's like the I'm problem. watching it. And I'm like, what is happening right it now? It wasn't even just the fact that the girl's little. Like the way they filmed it and edited it was horrible. There was at one point where one of the enemies, um. 
Leia, mini Leia runs under a tree branch and one of the enemies just goes, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> runs their face into the tree and it was clearly acting. And I just don't know how it made it off that cutting room floor. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah I really did not. And I didn't like that scene. I didn't. Fortunately, that's I didn't, not the I, only chase scene we get. In no, yeah. no, we get another one. I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the scenes on Alderaan, but it, it was cool to kind of get back in, and we got to see Senator Bail Organa. Yeah. Which, dude, that actor, that man does not age. He really doesn't. He looked yeah. exactly like he did in the prequels. Dude, I was he like, was, holy shit. And he was Nero in um, Sons of Anarchy, and he looked the same. And that shit was like 10 years ago, too. He, yeah, he just doesn't age. Yeah, he was also, uh, I think, season five or six of Dexter. Mm-hmm. He was one of the killers. And, That's dude, right. The man does not age, so. And I like him as an actor, too. Yes. He's, he's got a lot of charisma. Um, he was actually one of the people when he was on screen and then when he met with Ben at the end of this episode. Yeah. Like with a lot of the emotion after. And <clears throat> this is ultimately what it leads up to is he literally pleads with Ben. He's like, we need Obi-Wan Kenobi back. Obi-Wan th- Kenobi, we need you. You're my only hope. You're my only hope. <clears throat> Which I've got an issue. <laughs> That's <laughs> foreshadowing too. I've got a fucking issue with that right. too. But if they're trying to retcon shit. Yeah. So it overall, it was... An okay episode. Mini Leia, again, it's love-hate because she's too small to be doing these chase scenes. Um, She doesn't look her age. But at the same time, her wit and her stubbornness really come through as Leia. Yeah. So, like, she does a good job with that side of Leia. But unfortunately, she's just too young and too toddlerish to play a (laughs) 10-year-old. Yeah. And, again, that's ultimately how it ends. So... Kenobi agrees. He goes. He digs out his lightsaber. Yeah. Which uh, Luke's lights. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying Luke. Anakin's lightsaber, uh, which eventually becomes Luke's lightsaber. Mm, he also, yeah. you know, it's in the box in the ground. So, and he straps it to his belt. Travels all the streets of the galaxies with it visible while yeah, everyone's I, trying to hunt Jedi. I was wondering that too. It's like, dude, you, you, I know you've got the lightsaber and whatever you were in the hood, but yeah. come on, man. It's like, and he kept doing the gun, the gunslinger whip every chance he got. I'm like, there's no way nobody would see that shit. <laughs> so now we go into episode two, which thank God they got off the desert. We planet. find land outside the desert. Yeah. Thank God. To the planet Dayu, right? Yeah. Dayu. Yeah. So they go, they go to the planet Dayu, and this whole episode is essentially Obi-Wan trying to gather information to figure out <clears throat> where Leia is being kept, ultimately find her. The Inquisitors are now hot on his tail, mm-hmm. I sh- or I should say the Inquisitor, because uh, this whole thing, it turns out it was a setup. Reva actually hired the bounty hunters to take her here because they knew Kenobi would, she knew Kenobi couldn't resist and would take the bait. Yes. I think we I'm really got the feeling this episode that she is nothing more than a um a transition to Vader. Somebody to hold the space of villain until we get to Vader. I yeah. can't believe they're going to have her through the entire series with the way she's been, they especially need, in this episode. They need someone. I know they need somebody, but ultimately we're leading to Hayden Christensen as Anakin slash Vader, and I think this is the vehicle in which they chose to get there. <laughs> so to me, one of the bright spots of the episode is one of the ways Obi-Wan gets some info is he hears there's already a Jedi in town, <laughs> yeah. 
and he goes and mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's uh it's somebody playing parlor tricks guy by the name of uh, Haja Estri who claims to be a Jedi but he's not yeah. actually played by uh Kumal Nanjini who is hilarious Stuber <clears throat> yeah exactly Stuber <laughs> yeah. um it was it was cool to see somebody Obviously, your people are going to try and pass it off, just like you know, witches and fortune tellers and everything else. There's people going to try and con off being a Jedi. But he is legit helping people, right? He's just just collecting, he's making a buck. I, I collect credits on the side. <laughs> yeah, uh, he likes credits too. But that was a good. That was definitely a highlight of the episode. Also, quick little fun fact: earlier in the episode, he uh, Obi Wan when he gets there, he gets approached approached by a. Uh, somewhat younger girl offering him spice yes which is a drug you can take and she's like this one's on the house they I have a cu- they have a couple lines back and forth just our movie about a planet with spice dune f- f- yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> the, the spice must flow <laughs> the spice must flow but uh fun phantom fact that's actually ewan mcgregor's real daughter oh really <clears throat> yep no shit yep so that's that's i was real- wondering why they had such good chemistry even that short little scene i was like huh Hope they get more interaction. Now it makes sense. Hey, Dad, you want some drugs? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and it felt weird, and then it came into play later. He used yeah. the spice to flow and escape. Yeah, the spice flowed. Yep. <clears throat> so we get to, you know, the Rava shows up. The rest of the Inquisitors show up. Obi-Wan ends up finding Leia based on that information, ends up breaking her out with the help of the spice. <laughs> the spice. And then, you know, Reva is pissed because, again, the Grand Inquisitor is like, no, no, yeah. you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to take the credit. You know, you're, yeah. he's like, you know, you're beneath us. You're scum. You're the, you're the least of us. And you can see her just fuming, getting pissed off. And he doesn't care nearly as much about Ben Kenobi as she does. She, it, it's her obsession. They just don't give a shit. You need to let go of this obsession. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know? Um, this, this guy doesn't care because he, he knows that effectively the Jedi are all but extinct. Right. And obviously, <laughs> Obi-Wan has not been around for a long time. So they, who cares? But um, I started getting the feeling of like, you know what? This is kind of the same episode. It's just we missed the introduction to Obi-Wan, but it's just Leia being chased and caught and... Obi-Wan Kenobi going after her and helping her. It was the same thing as the first episode. Ultimately. So now now ultimately, like you said, you get the chase scene because Leia doesn't trust Ben. Yes. Does uh, not believe he's a Jedi. I would have so stupid. I would have force punted her across that planet. <laughs> little bitch. You know, he couldn't have they were in an alley. He couldn't have like floated like I don't know, a penny or something? A pe- I'm getting the <laughs> sense that he hasn't used the force in a yes. long time, yeah. and he couldn't. But then, then just to push the worst parts of this, they're in the street. She stops. He's right behind her, and she looks, and he goes, Leia, no, and then reaches out and misses her, but cannot catch up to her after that. Yeah, and again, the stubby little legs. Yeah. And, and she's, she's just waddling away. It's like, dude, <laughs> you could run up and catch her in like three seconds. And she's hopping rooftops with these little legs. It looks like a tech deck skater trying to jump rooftops. <laughs> it was wicked goofy. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the reason that, you know, they're now running is because they have a bunch of bounty hunters after them, which yeah. Rava called it in. 
and now everybody's after Obi-Wan. He's coming up on all the little dongles. And I'm like, is this John Wick 3? <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is even, the exact plot of the beginning of John Wick 3. Even all the neon and shit in the yeah. background. It was all the same. You're right. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. So apparently this becomes John Wick 3. They run away. The bounty hunters are after him. Ben tries to fend a bunch of them off. He kills mm-hmm. one in the alley. But then when they're on the rooftop, he's trying to blast them left we and right. He's missing. We get Stormtrooper aim. Like true and through stormtrooper i understand like the man hasn't been in combat in probably 10 years but he was a trained jedi knight like yeah come on man this is my rifle there are many like it but this one is mine you don't forget how to fire your pistol (laughs) and again like throughout this whole episode he never once draws the lightsaber no no so i'm like come on man whip that shit out and just i can't (laughs) i stepped on a bee (laughs) oh no (laughs) uh it was just weird yeah like it took Leia trying to jump one of these gaps and falling for him to finally reach out and use the force to stop her. And he had to use effort. Like, he he could not tap into it yeah, that easily. It took a while. Like, unnaturally long. She definitely would have been blood, bug splatter on the ground. <laughs> but, yeah, he's like, oh, and then finally uses it. And then she's like, you really are a Jedi. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> the robe didn't give me away? <laughs> But the other thing, like, that we didn't talk about was multiple times Ben was calling out to Qui-Gon mm-hmm. saying, Master, you know, where are you? Give me guidance, which seems, again, that, that kind of goes in line with, like, his connection to the Force is, I don't want to say completely severed, but right. it's not it's not what it was. No, it wasn't. Like, <clears throat> it's underneath, but it's there. <laughs> so I'm curious to see if now if he redeems himself, if he's going to regain that connection. And will we end up seeing Qui-Gon Jinn as a force ghost in this? uh, I saw an article today. I didn't investigate because I didn't want spoilers, but it says it's confirmed that he will return as Qui-Gon. Liam Neeson. Okay. But again, that could be a flashback. It could be present day. I didn't want to know, so I didn't look. Is he going to come back because someone was taken from him (laughs) or he could be a force ghost who knows but yeah um in one way or another apparently he's coming back in this season how cool would it be if like there was just a spin-off series of like (laughs) obi-wan but then like with force ghost yeah right qui-gon what is your name like they're like buddies vader (laughs) well vader let me tell you i have a special set of skills and a nice (laughs) lightsaber on my side (laughs) so reva she set all this up. She's on a rooftop. She sees all this, like the attacks and the blasts going on. Yeah, she's so she Batman. Starts pursu- she starts <laughs> to pursue them in the most ridiculous and parkour scene I have ever seen in anything. This actually brings me to another complaint I forgot about. Between Obi-Wan and his scenes while combating and her scene of parkour, I'm realizing it's nothing but like showboating completely. Because even Obi-Wan with all the force spins and um, flips and everything else, it's weird. It comes off really strange. I mean, Obi-Wan didn't really do many... No, but like spinning around people and like spinning people around, there was just a lot of spinning. (laughs) And then her parkour. (laughs) Brian, I'll try spinning. That's a good (laughs) trick. (laughs) Yeah. It all goes back to Anakin. It all goes back to Anakin. Um, Which might be an inside joke, but yeah, when I saw her scene where she's parkouring off all the buildings. I'm like, what in the actual fuck is going on? 
So yeah, she ends up killing the Grand Inquisitor at the end of this because he's trying to take credit again. So <clears throat> I actually didn't see that coming. I did not see her killing no. him that early. But it makes sense that they're following that Sith kind of ideology. <clears throat> I mean, they kill and stab each other in the back all the time. And she's working directly for Vader, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, technically all the Inquisitors are. Yeah, but it but, seems like she's got a, a real message from him, <laughs> like, get Kenobi. But the thing that killed me here is, like, how did Obi-Wan not know that Anakin slash Vader was still alive? I have no idea. That's what I was years. wondering. I'm like, when they when she says, oh, you didn't know he's still alive, and he's like, and does the flashback scene, I'm like, did he like, really not know? Even if he's been on Tatooine, like, that entire time, even if he's been disconnected from the Force, like... There would have been rumblings, yeah, of because Vader, Vader for ten years at this point was a fucking monster, <laughs> like in the in the galaxy. And never mind rumblings, like you, you're trying to tell me Obi Wan Kenobi didn't check to make sure his Padawan, his best friend, was not fully dead. Like it just didn't seem realistic to me. Yeah, so I, I mean, at this point, I think he's again he already knows he failed him and now it's he he even failed to kill him yes <clears throat> and now it's he's he's created a monster and i think he knows that yeah so that pretty much ends you know the end of this episode so yeah. him and little leia kind of get away you know they're they're trying now to get off this planet so we'll have to see what happens with that but at the very end we do get the the darth vader in the back to tank scene, uh, you know, eyes open, you hear the breathing, and again, that's Hayden Christensen in heavy makeup. Yeah, when <clears throat> I, I just want to see Vader at this point. Yeah, I we need to see Vader. Like I, in I don't action. even, and yeah. I don't even give a shit. Like him and Kenobi throughout all of this, they don't even need to meet. Mm -mm. They don't even need to interact. But I want to see Vader like with his subordinates. I want to see him like fucking shit up right <clears throat> i'd like, like to where see, like, he started you know like in the early stages of his villain career like i want to see like you know end of rogue one vader yeah like that was like yes just chilling when that he came in fucking bad we need we need to see more of that i think i think we will i don't think they bring they Mr. wouldn't be hayden christensen in and like not no. use him more no i don't think so either um Maybe it's a product of them having to completely redo the series. It just felt like a lot of effort was missing in these first two episodes to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to random review scores <clears throat> and final thoughts. So a quick couple final thoughts from me. So I think it was definitely a good call on Disney's part to release two episodes at once. Uh, I think if they had only released that first episode again with yet in another desert it would not have differentiated itself enough from the other series that were out with the, you know, the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, where everything is very still desert based. Yeah. So I thought that was a good call. Uh, I think the editing was at times okay, at other times piss poor. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian pointed out like that chase scene. Both of them. And then another thing that, like, I don't know if it pissed you off, but <clears throat> it really, really bugged me. And I actually made, like, a little note as I was watching this because I wanted to bring it up. So when Obi-Wan, like, reaches down with the Force when yeah. Leia falls off the building and he, like, floats her down 
and saves her. Talking about when he showed up. It's literally two (laughs) seconds later. She's still on the ground just getting up, and he's already around the alleyway saying, are you okay? The dude was like four stories up. Yeah, it, it didn't piss me off. Because at this point, I've already written off the editing. I'm and like, you've got, okay, what you've got, the fuck? You've got Reva, the the Inquisitor, the third sister, hauling ass coming yeah. towards him, doing crazy parkour shit. Parkour. Par- I need to see a video of her doing that with the parkour behind <laughs> it. Steve Carell parkour. Um, um, but yes, you, you I can, noticed You that. can edit it. And, and, and she never even, like, through all of that, never even catches up to them. No. And he just... Okay, use the force to float down from the rooftops or something, maybe, and show it. But it made no sense, and I noticed right away. I'm like, okay, that was a two-second Well, especially where he's struggling to use the force. I mean, (laughs) he's not going to jump down a four- or five-story building. But I noticed right away, yeah. So acting-wise, I thought Ewan McGregor, fantastic as always. He did a great job. Everybody else was all right. And again, Leia's actress, anytime you bring in a child actor... And I think they're kind of they're kind of sticking to a formula now. You know, they've looked at the Mandalorian, what works. You need something kind of. Yeah. You need the cute little sidekick <clears throat> to bring on. And I cute think, she is. I'll give her that. Yeah, but I don't know, man. She just kind of comes off as a toddler to me. She not uh, a ten year old. Oh, don't even tell me she's related to Linda Blair. That would make so much sense. She looks so much like her. Her is name she related? is Vivian Lyra Blair. And she was born in 2012, so technically she is she 10, years is old. 10 years old. Wow. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, I'll research that and find out, because she looks a lot like Linda Blair. But uh, I was look. yeah, so you can keep going with your points. Yeah, I only had one more before I get into my review score. So my thing is, and I hope this happens, we have four episodes left. I believe there's six episodes total in this series. Uh-huh. The timeline would match up. Are they going to tie in Cameron Monaghan's Jedi character, Cal Kestis? I think so. From Jedi Fallen Order into this show. I do believe We've so. We've got the sequel, Jedi Survivor. It was just announced. That initial trailer just came out. The game was hugely successful. The timeline matches up perfectly. Well, the first thing I said to Taylor, I'm like, when they said the third sister, I realized... Wait a second. In the game, the second sister yes. is the main villain. There's no way they're not going to bring him in. They have to. It would be... I mean, Cameron Monaghan is a great actor. Yeah. And they could so easily milk and, that. And he doesn't have a big project going on right now. So. No. They could bring they could bring him in yeah. to literally play Cal Castus. He looks identical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the character is literally mo- mo-capped. It is him. It, it, yeah. I mean, bring him in. It would be perfect if they could do it the right way and then give him his own spin-off series. Yes. I think it would be yes. genius to do that. And then they could tie it into, I mean, because you know, they, they, they have to have their pockets in the video game sales as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're Disney, it makes way too much sense to do this i feel like they wouldn't have introduced the third sister and the inquisitors if they didn't plan on going at least a little down that path i don't know i didn't finish the game i only made it about a quarter of the way through so i don't know how any of it plays out to be completely honest so good i just know the second sister was an amazing villain and i think she died in the game i don't know 
but bringing her back would have been cool. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they're gonna bring uh, him back for Cal Custis. Uh, do you have any thoughts before we get into review scores? Um, I did. Hold on, sorry. I, I gotta refresh my memory. Yeah, the acting wise, like you said, I think Ewan McGregor was great, and I think when him and Hayden Christensen are gonna be in the same scenes or at least vibing off each other it's going to be good but everyone else just really falls flat especially the main villain moses ingram she could be a good actor working with bad writing but right now i don't see it i don't see that villain at all turning into anything another quick thing do we get ahsoka tano in this series i think we have to if they're coming out with a standalone i think at some point even if it's just something quick maybe a 10 minute scene one episode you know? I'd love to see it. Her yeah. meeting up with like Obi Wan, like the history they had, absolutely throughout uh, uh, the Clone Wars, everything that went into the animated universe, yeah, would be amazing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I mean overall, you covered a lot of it. I did want to mention the game and tying it into it because I think that's where they're going to be heading. At I hope least they partly. do. I really hope they do. Um, little Leia. Hopefully they they don't ride that train the whole season like they him will. him and her and the little team up. I'm sure they will. Hopefully they don't. Uh, so my thing. The, how many the thing episodes I'm, are there supposed to be? I think make? six. So there's four left. The other thing that that yeah. pissed me off, like you mentioned earlier about you know you know help me Obi Wan, you're my only hope. <clears throat> you think if now she's having this interaction with him, this very like you know he's saving her life. Yeah. And if you go back to episode. For a new hope, um, she when she sends the message to Obi Wan on Tatooine, she says, "You know, you you were like a supporter of my father during the Clone Wars or whatever." Yeah, and like you think she would be like, "Hey, remember that time we teamed up?" <laughs> yeah, and like you know, you saved my you life. You saved or this my or life that. more than once, Obi Wan. <laughs> so I think like they ran into a. Little I don't want to say a, retconning it, but a little bit like a little bit of a writing suspension wall. of disbelief. And like. I caught on to that too. And like, I'm a fan of Star Wars, but not a huge fan. And even I caught that. You know, um, yeah. It seems like they might run into a couple of those in this season or limited run. But we're already two episodes into six episodes, and nothing has really happened besides Leia getting kidnapped. So. Let's get into review scores yeah. with that being said. So I'm going to give uh, episode one and two <clears throat> combined. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Okay. I think it's okay. Yep. I think it's okay so far. It has potential. It definitely has potential to get a lot better. Yeah. They have to They have to tweak things. I understand like you're ramping it up, but they need to – these next four episodes, they have to hit the ground running, especially where it's a mini series. And you probably only have you and McGregor for this in the potential future. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got Hayden Christensen, you've got lightning in a bottle. Go crazy, go all out, make it awesome. That's but right now, seven out of ten. Okay, and that's another thing, right? You have you and McGregor coming back, which no one ever thought would happen, right? And Hayden Christensen, you have the perfect ingredients to make something epic, and it felt average like yeah. very average so um and also it's worth mentioning i'm i'm really coming off a high of stranger things because i'm four episodes in and that has done nothing but 
be the best season of TV I've seen so far. So for a fourth season of a TV show to be that good, and then something like this that should be amazing right off the bat, just be okay, I'm going six out of 10. I feel like I've given other things seven out of 10 that is better than what I saw. So a six out of 10 feels fair for That's this fair. show. Yeah. That's fair. And I think uh, I think they can improve. Yes. They, they can improve on it. I think it's possible they will. But these first two episodes didn't hit it yet. All right, Randos. Well, thank you for listening to our random review of episodes one and two of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We'll be back next week. As always, please, if you could, head over to fandomatrandom.com. Like, listen, follow, subscribe. We super appreciate it. And yeah, that's about it. Click that bell. Click that (laughs) bell. All right, we'll be back. May the force be with you. Later. Later.